hour two. Things are moving along here on 104.5 The Zone. We're so happy to have you here for the next two hours. A lot of show left to do. A lot of conversation still to be had. A lot of phone calls to take. You want to get involved? You can. 615-737-1045. 615-737-1045. We will get to your calls here in just a moment. We will be joined by Mike Giardi of the NFL Network. We'll talk to him what's going about what's going on league-wide with some quarterback competitions, particularly the one that he is based at right now, which is Patriots Camp. We'll talk to him about the COVID protocols and what's happening around the league as well. You'll hear from John Robinson. You'll hear from uh, a handful of people who will be at the podium after the Titans conclude practice today. They are currently on the field right now. Uh, I, uh, I'm laughing because, not because of what's happening today. I'm laughing because I have to laugh today. Otherwise, I'll just start, you know, for the people watching on Zone TV, just start slamming my head against the console over and over again until some of this stuff starts to hurt my head less. But I'm laughing today because anytime I need a pick-me-up, the Jags do something dumb, and Urban Meyer is once again in the headlines this morning, which gives me endless delight. I don't root against... I mean, maybe I do, and I have no, I have no rooting interest, but I think I kind of root against Urban Meyer in a way that I just, I'm starting to discover now. I just find him so thoroughly distasteful. Many people are saying this. Many people are saying this. It's true. Many people have been saying this for quite like, for a long time before I did it, but you know, I've never had a reason to like dislike Urban Meyer. And then I'm just looking at this, this clown show that's being run uh, in Jacksonville. And I, uh, I want to laugh. So we'll do that later. First, let's go to Scott in Beth page who leads us off this morning. Hello, Scott. Hey, what's up, Buck? Hey, uh, real quick, am I coming in? Am I coming in? Yes, you're coming in. Okay, good deal. Uh, real quick, first of all, I'm going to leave by saying you're my guy. You you have taken the place of the three dipsticks at this time of day, and you've done a fabulous job. You and Lucas are killing it. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just going to leave it at that on on leading off. Why, wait, is that, wait, 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 Scott, is there a butt after that? Are yeah, you, you going to hit us over the head yeah, with something else? Right there. There's always a butt. That's right. There's always a butt. There's always, there's the, always an ass. The nicer okay? the first part is, the worse the yeah, butt Yeah, now is. I'm scared. What do you have, Scott? I'm, I'm butt, that was the butt. The butt was me buttering you up. Oh, okay. All right. Now, I'm going to go with this. I agree with you. Uh, the Tampa Bay coach shouldn't have sick chained. That's completely what that was. It was like wagging your finger, you know. Yeah. At the Titans. Shouldn't have done it. It was reckless. But also, your personal stance on the vaccination, in my opinion, and the way you the way you put it out there is a little bit reckless, too. And, uh, and hear, hear, me, hear me say, I sure. support you getting the vaccine. I, I'm good with that. You guys, have, you guys have to do it. You have to do it, too. But the mandates, starting with the NFL, through big companies, per, in, in, the personal, in the personal sector, the private sector, it is, there's just something not right about it. I don't like you're basically manipulating people to get the vaccine. I love what Tannehill said about it. I don't think the NFL have done their job by forcing people to do it. It should be a choice. It should be out there as a, as a choice. And if they put it out there as a choice, there's probably more people that would freely get it anyway. But listen, I appreciate your show. I appreciate your, your opinions on things a lot of times. But the way you're putting that out there, it could be reckless because we don't have enough information because it just hasn't been out there long enough and people haven't been vaccinated long enough so we don't know what the long-term effects could be so it's a, it's a crapshoot it may be fine i hope it is i hope i'm completely wrong 
But anyway, that's my opinion. Thanks, brother. No, you, you. you speak for a lot of people, Scott. Thank you for the call. So, and and I knew as soon as I, as soon as I said that, that I would probably get some pushback on that, and that's completely fair. Here, and and, and for those of you who are, we may have some new listeners. We may have some people who are unfamiliar with this. It's been a long time. I mean, it hadn't been that long since I've had to do a COVID show, but it's been long enough to maybe where I have to reset my position on it. All right, and if you want to jump in, you can six one five. 737-1045. We are wide open for you guys to uh, to get involved today even though as soon as as soon as soon as one person calls in the phone lines light up which always makes me happy. But so for for to reset what I said earlier, what Scott took issue with fairly when Ryan Tannehill made the comments that he did about at the start of training camp saying that he would not have gotten the vaccination unless the NFL forced his hand. But he did go forward with the vaccination process. Now, what Scott says is absolutely so. There is such a fine line. I feel this way about social media censorship. I feel this way about corporations mandating vaccines. I feel this way about a great many things that would infringe upon people's freedom and willing to choose. Willingness to choose. But... Just as Scott had a butt, I have a butt. But I I appreciate those who say that they still need more information because he's right. This is all this is all very very new. We're just getting to the point where the FDA is approving specifically Pfizer, and so many people rightfully took issue with with the vaccine because of it not being federally approved. Thus holding the corporations liable. If they can operate under emergency use protocols, then the corporations, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, they couldn't be held liable. I understand why people had reservations about that. In fact, I thought it was foolish the way that it took so long, if they were just going to go ahead and do it anyway, the way that it took so long for that to get to this point. Of course, of course I agree with that. But I also realize that there are plenty of people, like like Scott, I think Scott and and many others, are genuinely curious, are wanting to ask why. It's totally fine to ask why. You should ask why. But there is a segment that I get tired of, Scott, and for anybody who, who would who would have this opinion, uh, this opinion as well, there's a segment of the population, Scott, who is saying, well, we just need more information, but not asking questions about it, right? They're not seeking out the follow-up information. They're just doing it to be obstinate. That's the segment that I take issue with, right? You can have questions. I hope that people have questions. Hell, I have questions, all right? Even as even as I made the decision that I made and got the vaccination that I got and uh, the city of Nashville giving out free Pfizer shots, I'm like, load me up. I don't want to mess with this thing, right? I had it. I was down bad for like four days last August when I had it. So from that standpoint, when I said it's good that the NFL – had that that Tannehill felt that way about the NFL I think that there are more people like that where Sam Darnold is getting up in front of Carolina meeting being like hey I just need more information Sam Darnold is not seeking out more information he's not endeavoring to be an epidemiologist Sam Darnold is just saying that to get out of the question like that's a good excuse 615-737-1045 is the number we are loaded up so I want to get some people involved over the course of today's show, Emily is in Murfreesboro. She wants to weigh in. Good morning, Emily. Emily, you're on the air. Hey. Hey, Buck. Yeah. Um, I totally disagree with Scott. 
Okay. Um, I'm glad the NFL is doing what they're doing. I hope they can do more. Um, you know, this has turned so political. Um, I voted for Trump twice. I'll vote for him again if he runs. But this is a health deal. This isn't about rights. This isn't, this isn't about rights. This is a public health deal. Correct. And, um, you know, I'm just so tired of these people. I'm immunocompromised, so I can't get out and mingle. I'm scared to go to a football game. My doctor has advised me against it. Yeah. Um, and these people that won't get a shot for all these crazy reasons, you know, they need to do research. I have. I've researched, researched, researched. Um, I haven't grown another leg. I haven't turned purple, and I've had three shots. Yeah. So rock on, NFL. Do all you can to get as many people vaccinated as you possibly can, because this country's got to have it, because em- this thing's out of control. Emily, I appreciate so much the call and the perspective. I think that's really important for a lot of people to hear, because, what you know, it, it turns political, and it shouldn't. <laughs> that's what drives me crazy about this. It turns political, and it absolutely should not. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. I feel like people are going to be passionate about the about this today. Lucas, hold on to your butt back there. <laughs> Let's go to Trent in Hendersonville. Who's up next? What's up, Trent? Hey, Buck. Hey, buddy. Okay, so you know we live in the land of UT, where everyone seems around here to be a UT fan. So I want to give all the fans a source that they can rely on. Please. The University of Tennessee Medical Center released a COVID dashboard recently, uh, within the last week or so. And I've been checking it pretty much daily. And we hear with the vaccine that it's, it's making the virus, you know, less deadly. And it's making the symptoms less severe. Yes. Well, if you just go to the University of Tennessee dashboard and look at 825, which was yesterday, of their 160 or some odd people that they had in the, uh, in, in the hospital, in rooms, 83% of those were non-vaccinated. Yeah. And 17% were fully vaccinated. Right. So... For the people that need more information, let's look at something that's not political, and that's statistics. And let's go to a resource that people around here should trust, which is their university's medical center. And that's all I got for you, Buck. Hey, Trent, that's so – That's I see, this is why I love our audience, man. They're so smart. 615-737-1045 is how you get involved. Because, Lucas, take a break if you would, because I know – well, if you want to keep taking calls, Lucas, I'll let you do your thing. But, like, you brought up this point about the University of Tennessee – not from what from the data from the from the uh, COVID statistics that the university offers, but from a football season standpoint, uh, with the policy that the University of Tennessee basically chose not to enact. We told you that LSU at football games is requiring you either to be vaccinated or to show proof uh, of a negative COVID test in at least a seventy-two hour window. And Lucas, you when we were talking about this situation, where we're talking about loaded stadiums and feeling depressed again about football season, you brought up the point about, I mean, what is the capacity at Neyland? A hundred, touch over 104,000 people. And people like Emily are, are, are out here just terrified in their homes. They have to be. And I guess, you know, her situation sounds, sounds more, I, I don't want to say extreme, but it does sound like more, more extreme than average to where she is having to do her own research. I hate that, that is a, it's a situation like that to be immunocompromised 
and to have to pour over this these the, these medical studies and these findings and the numbers, the statistics that are coming out of your individual states and counties, the the policies around wherever you are governed by. I hate that people are. I don't hate that people are having to do it. I think it's important, but Emily is having to do it out of necessity for survival. And for people like her, it sounds you can hear the frustration in her voice. She's she's irritated with the people that are making her life harder when it already sounds like she's going through a bit of a time. We'll continue to take your calls. We literally we we have I think we have some lines available, but not many. Because a bunch of you are passionate about this. I appreciate that. I hope we're going to have a civil conversation today. I enjoy when we have these kind of conversations because it really seems like it gets people engaged. We'll continue this coming up next. I'm Buck Rising. This is 104.5 The Zone. Oh, the people are fired up. <laughs> I I just took a... Uh... So it's there's two things that get our, our lines loaded. One, if, if Darrington calls in and says that Ryan, well, there's three things. One, if Darrington calls in and says that Ryan Tannehill is Matt Schaub. Two, if I say, if I literally utter the words LeBron James into the microphone. And three, when we're talking about COVID. 615-737-1045. The Titans are on the practice field right now. We will have updates from their media availability on this show to kind of break things up because I know people, I know topics like this. It gets strenuous, but right now you guys are passionate about it. And like I said, we're having a civil discussion today. You know that Ryan Tannehill is among six players on the COVID list for the Titans. They're dealing with, uh, I don't know i don't know what constitutes an outbreak in the facility, but they are dealing with enough that it becomes problematic when you start seeing guys. You, you hate to be as cold as this is, but once you start seeing guys of, of more importance get affected by it, then you start, you know, then your wheels start turning on how this thing gets involved with sports because as much as people want to avoid it and come to sports for the avoidance of it, it it lingers in the playground too. 615-737-1045. Let's go to Steve, who's in the borough he wants to weigh in. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Um, I just had an observation and a question. Um, When you take antibiotics, it's very important you take them all the way through because if you don't, and stop taking when you feel better, you could create a stronger germ because you haven't completely killed it. And I'm wondering about this vaccine. If if it's not completely killing the virus, could it be partly causing a stronger virus, maybe even causing the Delta variant, because that's all that's surviving after the vaccine. And I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts on that. Hey, Steve, and, and here, here's what I'll say, because I, I do appreciate the question, but like obviously Lucas and I are not med- trained medical professionals, so I don't want to give you misinformation, right? That's a, that's a big problem with all of this stuff is there's people who are speaking confidently about this kind of stuff that have no place speaking confidently about it. To answer your question, you know, what I know about vaccines is that it does, it's, it does not completely eradicate any vaccine, whether you're talking about flu vaccinations or things of this nature does not completely eradicate the disease, but what it does is lessen the impacts, help your body get through the difficulties that the vet, that the disease would pose otherwise. But uh, to to anything else, to, to ask me medical questions, that's not what we're here to do today. But I do appreciate you asking, Steve, because I know plenty of people have questions about this. It's just, you know, I don't think I'm the one who's qualified to be 
answering them. 615-737-1045. Let's go to Wildcat. Who's up next? He wants to talk about the NFL protocols. What's up, Wildcat? Hey, uh, Uncle Buck. How you doing? I'm, I'm hoping you're living the dream, brother. Man, sure as hell. Living right, feeling well. Cool. Um, you know, I know time restraint and all that, so I'll try to be quick. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up from Star Wars, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi said to Luke, you know, um, some people look at certain things from a certain point of view, right? Yeah. Um, everybody has, you know, their own beliefs in America, and that's great. Um, what I want to say is, you know, when the vaccine came out, a lot of people considered it to be, oh, if you get it, you won't get COVID. And that narrative is still kind of being pushed today. And most helps you prevent from dying from it. Hey, Wildcat, it sounds like you don't have a, I, I don't, I hate to, I hate to drop you in the middle of a, a, what seemed like a good point, but your phone line stinks. So if you want to try us back, but Lucas just told me that I was making jokes about Darrington when people load up the lines to call in to fight with Darrington. Uh, I've just been told Darrington has called in. Buddy, are you in the hospital? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, tell, Actually, tell us what's going on. Uh, so I can say that I was one of those uh, unvaccinated ones. And I was actually waiting for FDA for approval. The day that they got approved was the day that I was rushed to the emergency room because I had stopped breathing. So I just want to say uh, you can have trial and error. People are going to make mistakes. They're going to make, they have to make a decision for themselves and what they feel like is best for them. The only thing, like I said, I was just waiting for confirmation from the government itself. I feel like if the government needs it, couldn't tell me that it was safe, then I just didn't want to put that in my body. I'm also allergic to penicillin, which is one of the number one fighting things they, they, they use for antibodies. I'm allergic to that. I can't have that in my body. And so that's just an uphill battle that everyone's going to have. And it's going to be ins and outs. I try to keep myself protected and those around me. I, I, I wash my hands. I wear a mask. And, and I, I've been around people that were vaccinated and, and unvaccinated. So it, it, it's always going to be an opinion. But it, it, it is a battle. It is a fight. And once I'm clear of this, I will be getting the Pfizer vaccine. But so for those people out there, hey, make the decision of what you feel like is best for you. Hey. That's it, guys. I'm, I'm out of here. Now, Darrington, I appreciate the call, man. Get better soon. Well, yeah. How, how, you, how, you, how you doing, Darrington? Are you, are you doing okay? I'm hey, man. We, we fighting. We fighting. I'm a fighter. I'm always going to fight no matter what. Yeah. We love to see it. Hey, call us back hey, anytime, hey. buddy. And before I go, just remember, LeBron James is the GOAT. <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill is Matt Schaub. Get out of here. <laughs> Get better. 615-737-1045. Man, that hurts. That really breaks my heart. What? I'm glad I'm glad that he called, though. I'm mean, glad we he's well enough to call. Well, you could, you could tell he sounds winded. Yeah. <sighs> Man. Because, I mean, here's here's what I'll say. Before we... Before we go on with any of this, and and I want, you know, because I feel like when, when stuff like that happens, and, and that's that's complete complete happenstance. Like, I, I don't want people to think like we planted Darrington or something like that. Because, you know, that's obviously where people's minds would start to go. Like, the, like that we plan for something like that to happen. Of course not. But, like, so everybody that listens to this show, not to get, not to get super deep and super cheesy, whatever, but, like, you in, in the way that I make fun of J-Mart and Ramon, out of love, we kid because we love, right? 
I make fun of the fam thing because the fam thing drives me crazy. I can't stand it. But, like on principle, everybody that interacts with this show, everybody that listens to this show, everybody that calls this show, everybody that loves this show, everybody that hates this show, you guys are all our extended family, for lack of a better term. Now, I'm not going to do the fam thing. They're going to jump on you. I know. They should bury me. They should bury me for this. But I I really do feel that way. Like, uh, we, when people call in or interact with us, like we do, we do have people that call, you know, from time to time or people that listen but don't necessarily call. Sometimes they'll call Lucas, make a comment, say they don't want to be on air, whatever. But, like, there is an interconnectedness to this. It's why radio is still my favorite thing out of all the stuff that I do. And I do too much by far and away. I do too much. But radio is my favorite because you create these relationships with people like that. So any, I mean, any time, and we we should think we should we should uh, we should do something for Darrington. I don't know. I, I know. I know. Last time I workshopped one of these ideas on air, we had like a meeting about lawyers and stuff like that. So uh, maybe I'll save it for off air. But just you know, know that we feel that way about each and every one of you, no matter what your opinion is. And and when one of us, you know, when one of us goes down, we all feel it a little bit. I hate that. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Casey says, "Don't get soft on me, Buck." I know. Damn it. Get better, Darren. It's because I'm wearing like long shorts today. My shorts come down to my knees. It's affecting my judgment. I can't be doing this. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Let's go to Chris in Clarksville. Has been waiting patiently. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on today, Buck? Can you hear me? I sure can, buddy. Well, first of all, I just want to say, if we're part of your family, then I need a loan. Um, the point that I wanted to bring up, I'm an ex ER nurse and my son just tested positive with COVID this weekend. So we do the right thing. We call the school and ask them, okay, so how are you going to go about the contact tracing? And they tell us we don't do contact tracing anymore. It's department of health. So I call Montgomery County department of health. They say it's regional department of health that does it. The problem that I have right now is that people are operating on the mindset that I'm vaccinated, I'm good, but my son was vaccinated, he was wearing a mask, yet the place where it's most prevalent right now, which is his school, no one wants to contact trace, no one wants to get political and require masks, even though last year at this time when we thought it wasn't affecting kids, they had all the precautions in place. It feels like societally we're acting more of a in a reactionary way instead of preventative. Oh no, it's spot on. I I think I think that's been the the biggest failing of whether you want it so so just to bring it back into the world of sports, right? And and we're all we're all this thing clearly by by just the nature of the word variant, the thing is evolving. So everything that we think we know, we probably don't know and the situation changes. Now, I feel like the vast majority of things, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or if you want to talk about some high, some larger entity, federal government, whatever, there, to a degree, all you can do is try to keep up. To a degree, all you can do is, be, is to be reactive. But, like lessons that we learned over the course of the last 19 months, you would think that people would still apply those and, pr- and use those safe practices and principles that helped us kind of it's been a long time since you've used the word flatten the or the phrase flatten the curve but these these ideas the things that we found out that did work that helped keep us safe and helped keep others safe you would think that they would carry over but it seems and understandably there is so much fatigue around this 
so much. It's not an excuse. It's just the reality of the situation. Like, if you're looking for an explanation, not an excuse, but an explanation as to why people have laxed or why, you know, schools are are doing are avoiding things like contact tracing. And I don't know that to be the case in all schools. I can't speak to that personally. I don't have children. Lucas doesn't have children. We're we're a couple of guys in our in our twenties and and that kind of stuff eludes us to a degree. So I don't want to speak on other people's real life experiences, having not had that life experience my in my own right. But to this point, people people first of all, people don't want to be told what to do. And secondly, especially people don't want to be told what to do when they've already been told one thing and now the situation is pivoting. It, you, can, you can call it selfishness, you can call it fatigue, you can t- call it obstinance, call it whatever you want. It's just the reality of the situation. It's what you're, you're working against human nature, basically. That's why it's made this thing so much more difficult. Let's go to Mike, who's in Murfreesboro. He's been waiting patiently. What's up, Mike? Hey, hey man, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, hey, I just wanted to touch on this. Um, you know, uh, you know, Emily called earlier, and uh, and, ev- and everything that kind of made me start to think. Um, you know, you know, all these players on the Titans are being tested positive for COVID. Yet, I would go out of my way and say that most of them, if not all of them, have been fully vaccinated. Um, so, you know, it shows that whether you have the vaccine or you don't, you are still, you know, you're still going to get COVID and spread COVID. Um, now I understand that, you know, it might be less severe symptoms. So, you know, I just want to see, you know, if you are fully vaccinated, then shouldn't you be protected um, majority wise to the severe symptoms? And even not the death rate doesn't dip, you know, or the survival rate doesn't dip below 99% until late 80s years year old. So, you know, I just don't get you know, if we have a vaccine and it's readily available to everybody and it's free, then why is this an issue if I'm not vaccinated when everybody is able to be vaccinated? I just that's one thing that I kind of, you know, don't understand. So thanks. I'll uh, I'll hang up. I, so I, I, I know Mike speaks for a lot of people. Um, I think the biggest the biggest and, and I don't know Mike's specific situation. This is case by case, right? It, you can't you cannot whether it's age demographics, whether it's uh, whether it's religious beliefs, because there are exceptions for those as well. Of course, you cannot cast a blanket, a widespread net over the entirety of the population and say, hey, this makes sense for one person. It should make sense for all of you. It's not necessarily the case. It's just the vast majority of people who do not have those religious uh, religious beliefs or pre-existing conditions that would be further uh, further exacerbated by vaccination, as we have seen in some cases. There are there are, I mean, everybody has to make their own decision, of course. But the I think that the biggest issue, Mike, that people are taking with someone who chooses not to get vaccinated, when the vaccine does help. Look at Mike Vrabel, right? Mike Vrabel is vaccinated. Look at Frank Reich. Frank Reich was vaccinated. Both coaches tested positive for COVID nineteen. Both have expressed that they did not deal with symptoms. I take that to mean that the vaccination had its effect because the symptoms were not present or not debilitating or not as bad as they could have been for two men in their age demographic. Of course, if you're older, if you have pre-existing conditions, we know that this is something that can be more, more, more deadly to you. 
But I, from from those two, just those two examples and many more others, I take that to mean whether it's Tannehill, whether it's Harold Landry, whether it's Jeff Swaim, I take that to mean that the that that's working. That that means it's working now, Mike. To the people who would pe- push back on those who aren't vaccinated, I guess people just don't understand if you are able to, and if you do not fit the criteria of of religious exemption or uh, health health issues that would be further exacerbated by vaccines potentially. If you don't have those issues, I think that's where people are taking. Now, to do what Bruce Arians did, we talked about this with Bruce Arians, sick shaming or vax shaming is not the right thing to do. But when Montez Sweat gets up in front of a, in front of a, uh, a crowd full of media people or on a Zoom full of media people and says, I'm not getting the vaccine because I haven't had COVID yet, that's just a dumb person who doesn't know what a vaccine is. I'm not vax shaming Montez Sweat. I'm saying that he's a bit of an idiot and he doesn't know what he's talking about. There's a clear definition between those two things. 615-737-1045. Man, Rick and Bowling Green has been hanging on for a minute. I want to get to Rick. What's up, Rick? Thanks, uh, Buck, for taking my call. Of great show. I-, I wanted to step in. I'm one who had COVID very badly. In fact, uh, I was on oxygen for 13 days in a hospital. I'm older. I'm in my 60s. But I just want people to know is um, – you know, not only, I mean, it is everybody's choice for sure, but just think that choice may be killing somebody else because I was wearing a mask, staying my six feet away from everyone, and I still got it. Uh, so just because you don't want to take it doesn't mean you're not going to kill somebody else. So when I was in grade school, we all lined up when we was in the third, second and third grade, and, you know, the health department come and gave us vaccinations for all kinds of different things. So I know Scott said, well, there's not enough information for the vaccine. Well, what we do know in the short term is people are dying. And uh, I just want people to know that it is your decision, but just think about the other person as well, not only yourself. And that's what I got, Buck. you got a great show, and thanks for taking my call. Hey, Rick, thanks so much for sharing your standpoint. This I, 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 I want to make sure that we get as many people heard today because there's there's people that can benefit from hearing Rick and Emily and their standpoints, because maybe they haven't had that kind of conversation with somebody in their lives. Right. And maybe, you know, I think, I think there's an unfortunate part of this where some people just don't care. Right. Where it's, it's not, I don't work in a hospital. I don't, I don't care. I don't have uh, my, my grandparents are already passed on or something like that. My parents aren't elderly. I don't care. I think there's a, there's a degree of that that you're always going to be running up against. And that's unfortunate, but I do think it's important for, people to hear these perspectives from as many different ways as possible. We're talking about this, by the way, I, have, I feel like I haven't reset in a minute. We're talking about this today, by the way, because the NFL is experiencing league-wide, not just here in Tennessee, uh, because I saw the Colts put a couple, of, a handful of guys on the COVID list. You've seen Cam Newton. Mike Giardi of the NFL Network is going to join us later in the show to talk about what's going on there in New England. And and we'll talk about quarterback battles as well. But, you know, given Given the news of the day is the fact that Ryan Tannehill and five other Titans players, plus the head coach, and according to Adam Schefter, another coach who has not been disclosed, have have all been placed into the protocol uh, protocol today. This is why we're having that conversation. It's not that it's not that we're just stirring things up. Uh, it's not that we're just stirring things up or or getting people to call in about COVID. Of course, I want to make sure that we we reset these themes for the audience to understand why we're having this conversation now it is of note today 
because Lucas was asking me. The Titans are currently practicing right now. They're probably about to wrap up. And we would, in the normal circumstance, carry their media availability. But, Lucas, what I'm being told is that a coach is not speaking today. So, we have already heard from Shane Bowen. Mike Vrabel will speak at 1.30 via Zoom. Safe to assume that he has not been able to clear. It. Yeah, I, I know. I, and Lucas just said in my ear that it is Kevin Byard. Kevin Byard at the podium is all well and good, but like based on the news of the day, do you are? I mean, do we want to do we want to go to Kevin Byard? I guess that's kind of my question because I want to hear from a coach on the news of the day. The news of the day is that there are six players, and according to Adam Schefter, two coaches, including Mike Vrabel, that are dealing with the virus. And I don't think that's necessarily something that Kevin Byard is going to be able to expand our expand our conversation about. You know what I'm saying? Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Listen, you guys have loaded up the lines. I want we're trying to get to you uh, to as many of you as possible. We appreciate your patience. We're going to get to more phone calls coming up next. Uh, I'm Buck Rising. This is one zero four five. The Zone. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Welcome in. Been a been an eventful show today. It's a lot of stuff going on. The Titans have concluded practice. Some of them are speaking to the media now. We're gonna we're gonna record Kevin Byers' press conference to see if he says anything relevant to the situation. But in the interest of keeping you guys, um, making sure that we get you guys your guys' voices heard, we wanted to continue stay with the course of conversation that we've been having. If you're if you're just now joining us. Uh, it's, we are going to make fun of the Jacksonville Jags at some point. I promise. I want to laugh. You guys want to laugh. I know not everybody wants to do a full COVID show today. Also, Mike Giardi, the NFL network is going to join us later in the noon hour, 1220. So stick around. Um, but we continue the conversation about COVID and sports right now and the impact of the NFL's protocols, understanding that six total Titans players, including Ryan Tannehill, the starting quarterback have been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Mike Vrabel, and according to Adam Schefter, one other coach have been diagnosed as positive. It is unclear right now who the second coach is. I don't want to, and here's here's what I don't want to do. All right, I don't want to get reckless, but it is fair to note. I am not saying that this is the other coach, but it is fair to note that Craig Aukerman, who is the special teams coach and who has been running things or had been running things in the absence of Mike Vrabel, this is the second day that he has not been spotted out on the practice field. That could mean something. It could mean nothing at all. I don't want to recklessly speculate. It's just me making an observation and telling you what the latest reporting is. Back to the phones. 615-737-1045. A- Andrew has been waiting for an eternity. I want to make sure we get to Andrew in Clarksville. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's going on? How we living, buddy? I'm about to drive your callers crazy. I'm an educated and successful season ticket member that's not getting the vaccine. Okay. Um, it's not a live virus, so therefore I feel like the vaccine didn't work. That's why vaccines worked against smallpox, measles, mumps. And I'm 27 years old and healthy, so why would I take a vaccine? Um, everyone dying in the hospital from it, 95% of them have four comorbidity factors. I'm not fat. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have a bad heart. So why should I just shut up and take the vaccine? Well, I don't think anybody's trying to shut you up and and make you take the vaccine, uh, Andrew. I think there's just a lot of people who are asking, you know, people like you who feel the way like you do, because I think you speak for a lot of people. Um, And certainly, like, you and me are basically the same age. I'm 28. I just turned 28 in July. So a lot of my friends feel that exact same way. I think it's more about the consideration of others than it is about you know, somebody telling you basically shut up and dribble. 
and my mom's vaccinated as she should be, but you know, we're young and healthy. You had COVID, you got over it. Okay. I'm hoping nothing uh, bad would happen, but I feel that I would probably have the same reaction to it as you. Well, listen, I, like I said, we appreciate everybody's perspective here and, and I'm sure there's going to be people who are passionate about that, but we're having a civil discussion and I'm glad that Andrew brought up his perspective from a civil standpoint. 615-737-1045. Let's go to Adam in Nashville who wants to weigh in. He's been waiting as well. What's up, Adam? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm taking a deep breath after that caller. Thank you. So, first of all, thank you for purporting and, and, and stating earlier that vaccine mandates are good, right? Everybody should be able to take that stance. Anybody saying otherwise is simply uninformed and doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm going to try to go quick and be civil, but I'm sorry, but this infuriates me. So first of all, there was a caller earlier that stated that he doesn't trust the vaccine because he was comparing vaccines to, I believe, antibiotics that said the vaccine could be spouting a, a variant like the Delta. That's correct. So, so antibiotics were completely different than vaccines. Antibiotics are a poison for bacteria. It's like if you have poison and put it on an anthill if two of the ants survive from the poison it's because the poison didn't work on them when they have babies those babies also aren't affected by the poison that's why you get superbugs vaccines are totally different they work on viruses and they keep the virus from being able to replicate in your body the only reason viruses mutate is because when they get the opportunity to replicate so they work completely differently you cannot get variants from um, vaccines Second of all, there was a caller earlier that stated there was two reasons that he stated that there shouldn't be mandates. I apply any anybody to put forth mandates. It, you know, it's just any business whatsoever. So his two reasons were, if I remember correctly, it was one, he didn't trust the, uh, the research on the on the, uh, the vaccine because they're new. And two, basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, but we shouldn't tell people what to do because we don't tell people what to do. It's more likely that they'll do the right thing. To the first point, anyone saying that this uh, vaccine has not been thoroughly researched simply doesn't know what they're talking about. This vaccine and these types of vaccines have been studied for over 20 years. And there's a good reason this, the, the previous caller just said something about we, the, the reason live viruses and this, this thing isn't working. He has no idea what he's talking about. The reason why these mRNA viruses work is because you can't give someone who's immunocompromised a live attenuated or basically less lethal virus because it's much more likely that they'll actually get sick. So the reason these work is because it just introduces the little bits of the virus that actually make you sick without it being a live virus. So your body recognizes it. That's why it works. All right. So first of all, anybody saying it hasn't been researched, please do more research because you don't know what you're talking about. Well, And I think and this lastly, is, oh, I'm sorry, Adam, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But lastly is this idea of people not wanting to be mandated to do something, okay? We've been doing that for six, seven months now, and it hasn't worked. Let's be clear. The only reason we're in this situation right now with this Delta variant is because people didn't get vaccinated like they were supposed to, period, end of sentence. If, this, if we would have had 80 85% uh, vaccination, we would not be having these conversations right now. We'd all be able to be going to football games and not have to worry about getting maxed up. We wouldn't have to worry about sending our kids um, to do to do this. And the idea that someone is going to say, don't do this because you're telling me I have to do it. You know, I hear that argument a lot. 
And I hear that argument by my seven-year-old son when he doesn't want to do something. Yeah. Anybody making that argument simply doesn't care about anybody but themselves. That previous call that you just said, oh, I don't care, blah, 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 he can get it, be asymptomatic, and kill somebody. It's happened to me. So it's absolutely and – I, and I appreciate you just working both sides, but that's absolutely irresponsible, and it's the reason we're in this situation to begin with. And that's all I have to say. Hey, Adam, hey, wait, is, is Adam still there, Lucas? Did you, it sounded like he went – Adam, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, what can for for because I think there's so many there's that that's all publicly available information is my is my yeah. largest irritation with this because I when people tell me that they want to do more research for themselves I completely respect that standpoint and I want people to ask more questions to be more inquisitive my irritation is sure. that the people who claim to want more information aren't actually seeking out the information. It's just flat exactly. out obstinance, and I think that's where I differ because I I don't want I don't you you and I don't think you meant to imply anything by saying that I'm kind of working both sides here. I'm just trying to have a civil discourse to make oh, sure. Oh no, no, I didn't mean that at all. No, yeah, no, 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 I, I think understand. You've been walking the line well. Well, and I just because it's not my place, you, you know what I'm saying. I want to I want to sure. make sure though that people because I don't think I benefit from shouting at anybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, exactly right. You let us say all that. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Adam. Six one five seven three. Seven one zero four five. All right, you guys are still, man. I, I, everybody is fired the hell up. We are going to reset this conversation. We are going to come back. We're going to take a whole mess of calls. Mike Giardi's going to be here, and we will inform you what is going on with the Jacksonville Jags. And the, we will all, every one of us, no matter what side of this discussion you're on, we're all going to laugh at the Jacksonville Jags together. Stick around. It's one zero four five. The zone.